Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your Creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 89 for the 18th of Adar Aleph in a leap year. And we are still in the middle of chapter 30. And before we begin, I want to tell you guys a story once again about yoga. I know I talk about my yoga practice a lot. It's a big part of my life, most obviously. And this actually is taking me back a few years of when I used to go to that class that I I mentioned a few episodes ago, this like really more advanced quote unquote class in a yoga studio in the city. And I remember that there was a girl in the class who I still follow on Instagram today. She's a huge inspiration for me who really is advanced. I mean, in, in my eyes anyways, like she was just far on a far higher level than everybody else in the class. She was doing things that nobody else could do. The teacher would say to do a certain pose and she would just take it up a notch and things that other people were struggling with just was not really a struggle for her. But the thing that really struck me about her, like watching her yoga practice was really very beautiful to me. And it was just like something really amazing to watch, just see her move. But the thing that really, really, really struck me about her is how much she struggled. And I actually, I had been attending this class for several years and I watched her progression and I watched how far she came and how I saw how even for her, there were things that she was not able to do several years ago and now she was able to do them and how she really didn't stay stagnant. And not only did she not stay stagnant, she would constantly push herself and she would be in her poses and you could just see the look on her face. She was not, she would not let herself stay at whatever level she was at. And often I would see her after class and she really meant it with sincerity. Like, how was your practice today? And she would just kind of sigh and say, oh, I'm so frustrated. I didn't get this or I felt so stiff today or I just, it's it's so frustrating. It's I I, I really am not where I want to be. And it really, really amazed me because it's like anybody else from the outside would see this girl and all you could see is just somebody moving in these incredible ways that most people could not even dream of moving. But to her, it was just a constant struggle. And this really stuck stuck with me. And I think it's something that if you really do have a discipline in life, like if you're a practitioner, whether of yoga or martial arts or music or whatever it is, it's something that that you hopefully will recognize that in order to really be a true disciple of a, of a craft, the struggle needs to be constant and it needs to constantly be there. And if you're not working and if you're not constantly toiling and struggling, you're not practicing whatever it is that you're doing. And this is the message of today's Tanya. This is what the Altar Rebbe wants to teach us today is that 
we need to constantly be struggling. We need, it needs to be a constant battle. So I know it's something that the ultra rabbi has brought up before that we've talked about previously here, but it's, he really is bringing this home today. And the context in which he's bringing it home is in the context of what we've been talking about so far in this chapter. So just to bring you up to speed, if you haven't been following along already, or if you heard the last couple of episodes a little while ago, <laughs> I mean, Obviously, the best thing to do is go back, listen to the last couple of episodes to come back up to speed. But just in short, to bring it into context, so far we talked about this idea that we can't really judge anybody else for what they do and where they're holding because we don't know what struggles people have to contend with, what temptations they have, what their nature is, those kind of things. So something that might come easy to us might be very difficult for somebody else. However, then yesterday we talked about how this doesn't this doesn't mean we can make excuses for ourselves or for other people. And it doesn't mean that there's no such thing as right or wrong. And it doesn't mean that people aren't liable, held liable for their actions. And so God did create us in such a way that while we do have different impulses and temptations and inclinations, he also created us in such a way that we have the power to have our mind rule over our heart. And thus we all do have the ability to, to, be in control of our actions. So now this is where we left off. And so now today, what the ultra is going to say is he's going to, first of all, affirm the fact that while we have the responsibility and ability to overcome these temptations, it's not going to be easy and it shouldn't be easy. And in fact, it is a very, very big war. And perhaps you could say that this is the biggest war that anybody has to wage is against themselves and against their own inclinations. However, this shouldn't discourage us. It should make us recognize that this is actually our whole purpose in life and that we should be constantly fighting. We should be constantly at war and struggling within ourselves. And if we're not doing that, if we're not pushing ourselves, we should be, and we have to find a way to push ourselves. So you can never be complacent. Like it's never a chance to relax. So let's get into the text and see how the ultra breaks it down. So the ultra says that truly this is a very big war and it's a very intense war to break your inclination that burns within you like a very strong fire out of its fear of God. And it's like a real test. It's a real Nisayon. So he's, he, again, he's affirming the fact that this, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be a test. And thus every person should, according to their their place and according to their level in serving God to really balance out and to really examine within themselves if they are really serving God in a way that is in, in a way of war is is it are they really at are they really pushing themselves are they really working is it an intense war in this way and in this type of of test are they really testing themselves and challenging themselves on the level that they should be so the ultra rare says that, that when it comes to for example a set of like the positive commandments, like more proactive things that we need to do as Jews. So this has to do with, let's say, praying with intention and pouring out our souls before God with all of our heart and with all of our might. Like, are we really putting our full self into our prayers when we pray to the point of wringing out your soul? Like, it's, like when we when we say uh, the service, when we talk about serving God, the avoda, really, this is talking about prayer. So it's avoda, the word for avoda means work. So prayer really should be work. It's not something that we just like blah, 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 mumble our prayers. Like how, how many times do we tend to do that? We just mumble through our prayers. It's supposed to be hard work. It's supposed to be a real practice and a discipline and a service war, really, where we're really wringing out our souls to God 
to, and it's a fight. It should be a fight with our bodies and with our animal souls, which are preventing us from having this intention with a really strong, intense war. And we should be crushing them and grinding them like, like dirt before prayer, before when we're, whether we're praying in the morning, shachris or in the evening, arvis, every single day. And so too, at the time of prayer, so not only before prayer, but at the time in, so before prayer, we should really humble ourselves in this way and like break down our, uh, our, our bodies and our animal souls. And so too, during prayer itself, we need to be striving with this very intense striving of our souls and with a striving of the flesh, as will be explained further along at length. So he's going to, so the altar is giving us a little prelude saying that we're going to learn about this a little bit more in detail later on. So that's the end of this section. And so again, just to recap what the ultra but basically the message he's giving us here is that we should constantly be fighting. We should constantly be challenging ourselves. Uh, we should constantly be pushing ourselves and we should never be complacent. So just like, again, to bring it back to my analogy of my fellow student in this yoga class, she could have just smooth sailing. She's way better than everybody else in the class, but no, what was really impressive about her and what really anybody who has any kind of discipline, and here we're talking about the discipline of serving God, needs to recognize is that you can never be complacent and you need to constantly push yourself. You need to constantly challenge yourself. And specifically, the altar of a focused on the service. What is the discipline of a Jew is the service of prayer. And that in the service of prayer, what this means is really, really, really breaking your animal soul, breaking your body and pouring out your soul to God. Like, like really wringing yourself out in front of God. And as a final point that I'd like to mention is just uh, the title of the podcast today I wrote is Stay in Your Lane. And to me, this is my understanding, even though the ultra but doesn't spell it out explicitly here, if you, if you see this section in the context of the last couple of sections that we learned the last couple of days, to me, that's the message that he's really trying to bring home here is that your struggle is not my struggle. My struggle is not your struggle. We all have struggles. And the point is that we should all be struggling and that we should really, really focus on ourselves. So again, to bring it back to my fellow yogi in the class, she could have been looking around the room and looking at everybody else and being like, oh, wow, I'm way better than these people here, such losers. I just, uh, I don't have to work on anything. But instead, she was so hyper-focused on her own practice. I don't think I ever noticed her looking at anybody else's mat. Meanwhile, well, I was looking at her mat. I'm sure I was looking at other people's mats, but that's another story. But like the point is really we are supposed to be in our own practice. We're supposed to be in our own service and we're supposed to be waging war inside of ourselves and not be concerned with other people. And in short, we need to stay in our own lane and to fight in our own lane. So that is it for today. And we will continue tomorrow. I will speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Avraham Yitzhak ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Top project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.